Throughout August, we've been sharing free episodes from our Patreon exclusive shows to give you a glimpse of what we offer on patreon.com slash kindoffunny during our August Patreon pledge drive. To sweeten the deal, we've just released the first episode to everybody of 20 Minutes of Tears, an eight-episode Let's Play series with Greg Miller and Brian Altano diving into Tears of the Kingdom. If you enjoy it, all eight episodes are out right now on patreon.com slash kindoffunny for all members at the $10 tier or above. Thank you for supporting the wild adventure that is kind of funny. If you haven't joined in yet, kindly consider doing so before the month concludes. Thank you all so much. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of y'all. What a dis- Oh, my God. It's one <laughs> so of those... Sad. Someone clicked on the video alone, and we're like, just Greg and Tim, and then just... <laughs> one no, fog machine. Something's been going on with the fog machines, Greg. Since on, we got them. Uh, well, since we got them. But uh, I, I would say they have a pretty damn good success rate of just working. Yeah. Because they, they are well-maintenanced. Yeah. Well, by, it's by, on, the by the boys, right? on the calendar. All right. The calendar. They do a Cut great the job housekeeper out there. Cut check. Fucking take care of the goddamn the, those, fog machines. Pretty much, yeah. The only things on our calendar that aren't either uh, a show that we're doing, a meeting we're having, Nick doing whatever Nick is doing. Watching a movie. At any given moment of the day. Yeah. Um, or just the housekeeper cut her a check and the, the the fog machines need to be cleaned. So there's a schedule. They are maintained and it's great to see. Something's been going on today though. We're uh Bless and I were doing games daily. Yeah. Barrett blasted these things. And this one, the right side, went or camera left. Uh did its normal thing. The other guy. Powered up before it shot, and it was a big old blast. <laughs> and you could, you could hear it go Vroom, before it went. It was like, wow, that's whoa, that's a lot. So now it's weird that this one just didn't go, and that one sounded Barrett's like it had a double blast. Barrett's coming out to kick it right now. <laughs> He's no Barrett. Yeah, but I, I do you notice that that had a little extra oomph into it? I thought that had less oomph. Oh, but shit. I think maybe it's just I'm, I go by sound, so yeah. not having the other one probably throws me in terms of it. Very interesting stuff for everybody. It's very, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this compelling, is compelling, riveting. This is the kind of content you expect on the kind of funny podcast because you didn't know. I got there. There were some syllables there. There's some letters that I said there. If you didn't know, each and every week, four, sometimes two best friends gather on this table, each coming to hang out with each other and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. The fastest housekeeping intro we've ever done. Ever. Period. Ever. Ever done. Literally, you know maybe I mean? since day one. I love hey. it. I like to keep guessing, of course. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, of course, you can go on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You, of course, uh, could subscribe. And what you would get is each and every episode ad free. Of course, you can watch them uh, as we record them live, just like Murder with Mertens is a, a horror film. Po- ho- Murder with Mertens, a horror, a horror film podcast is. I was going to do other names, but it's just Murders with Mertens today. All right. Jesus fucking Christ. A lot of words. Too many goddamn name. words in there for one Anthony name. Anthony Corbett, Melissa Hagler. Rachel. I said we weren't going to do other names. I did. You said you weren't going to. Roger Pocorny in the chat says there's an energy today. There is. Chat, I'm going to be leaning on you a lot. It's me and Tim. I got about, I have 44 pages of questions for us, but I will also be pulling from the chat if you want. If you want. Holy crap. Are we going to answer every page of questions? We'll get to a little bit of what we're going to do here in a second. (laughs) All right, too. Uh, Of course, ladies and gentlemen on Patreon, you can get 300 plus episodes of exclusive bonus content we've put up since the October spare bedroom launch. Uh, of course, you could also get an exclusive merch like the Trog shirt, which mm-hmm. has one more day on it when you should be getting this publicly. No, two. No, one more day. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you get to watch the other podcast live as we record them. You get all the shows ad-free. And isn't that the best part of it? Ad-free? 
Or watch the what? The other podcast? I, I mean, personally, I think ad free is the best thing. Yeah. I don't understand how people watch shows with ads. <laughs> That's just, but I pay. I pay, Greg. Yeah. I, you know, I talk my shit and I listen to my shit too. And I listen to ad free because I pay. YouTube premium, best decision I've ever made. Oh, sure. Okay. Ever. Okay. Ever. <laughs> ever, everybody. <laughs> you know, I mean, you look at Peacock, engaged. you look at Hulu, you look at uh, uh, Disney, all of them, ad free. You got to do it. You got to do it. Sure. I yeah. can't that's, stand that's these bad. ads. I yeah, it is a big deal when I come down off of my mountaintop and I use something else and there is ads in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't like it at all. No. So anyway, I don't understand that for kind of funny content too. However, if you have no bucks tossed away, it's no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny podcast services around with the globe each and every week for a brand spanking new episode. If you want some housekeeping, let's give you a whole bunch. Uh, 20 minutes of tears is our new Zelda. Let's play series eight episodes reuniting myself and the one and only my Italian meatball, Brian Altano. Episode one is up on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games right now. Of course, if you wanted all eight episodes right now, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny support us there and get it. But, don't worry, all eight will be free on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. However, over on youtube.com slash kind of funny, uh-huh. I, I put like, however, it was as big as a cheeseburger there the way. So I was like, yeah. I, I, I got really yeah. big on it. Uh, over on youtube.com slash kind of funny, saw two in review is up. Saw two in review. Saw two in review. Everybody now stop. Uh, of course, you're hanging out with the one and only Alfredo plays on this one. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Very fun about that one. Of course, it's up on the in review podcast feeds as well. It is. And I keep saying saw in review. I think it's a very special in review series okay. because, you know, it's it's getting into the the, the niche there. Like, I understand that, that, that these type of horror movies, especially something as long of a franchise as Saw, where there are 10 entries. I was going to say, I don't know how many Saws there are. There, so the 10th one is about to come. Okay. Out. Uh, there are there were seven in the original annualized releases, and then since then, one was in like I want to say 2017, and one was 2021. Okay, I want to say, and so now this this new one's coming out, uh, and it's going back to the original numbering. They're actually calling this one Saw 10. The last two weren't. Uh, anyways, you'll learn all about that on In Review. It's been awesome though because yeah. we have. Um, Joey and Alfredo, or sorry, 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 Joey and Nick, who have never seen the movies before. Sure. And uh, then uh, me and Alfredo, who are like experts in the Saw franchise. And then uh, we have uh, um, Andy, who has seen a bunch of them, but doesn't remember which ones and hasn't seen all of them. Great. So it's this a is good, a weird a one. Combo. Isn't Andy usually afraid of horror movies? I know, you know it's what? Not, like, ho- Saw's not horror, horror, but it's but... so weird to me, man. I don't understand it. And we've talked about it a million times now, and it's still not making sense because, okay. like, I can definitively say that there are moments in Saw 1 that are scarier than some of the scariest moments in any of the Conjuring movies. Like, uh, there are moments in Conjuring that are absolutely terrifying, but there's moments that are terrifying here, too. I don't get it, Bathsheba, I banish you back to hell! God, I love the Conjuring. Nun 2 coming up next I, week. Don't worry next about week. Don't you fucking worry. I'm aware the Nun 2 is coming up because be a couple exciting. months ago I turned you out. The Nun 2 is real. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, I can't wait. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love the Nun. Let's go. Let's get in that cuckoo again. Uh, on top of that, over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny, a new episode of Kind of Munchies has been recorded. Square Pie guys, Mark came on by and made a bunch of weird pizzas, including the Gamer Pizza, where they... They reduced Mountain Dew to be a sauce. So that's something that's up. I don't know when it's going up, up. It's, uh, you know, we recorded it today, but it gets broken out, and I forget when. Do you remember when Kind of Munchies goes up? Um, I'm going to imagine that it 100% will be on YouTube in the next Roger! <laughs> seven days. Seven days. Yeah, in the next seven days. For oh, there, sure. there it is. There it is. There's the gamer pizza right there. I'm sure DiGiorno loves the branding, too. <laughs> Doritos all over it. I love uh-huh. it. Yeah, when's uh, Kind of Munchies go up? Thursday, everybody, you can munch on some gamer pizza while you're watching our review of Starfield. And of course, watching the marathon stream 
that will go as long as you want it to go, which is a ridiculous statement. And when we did it, I was like, cool. We thought it through. We're like, 48 hours tops. And now that we're talking about it, I'm like, fuck, they're going to, we got to figure this out. We really got to figure it out. You, you said you'd do it. I, I said I'd do something. I'll yeah. do whatever. I'll do whatever I need to do, Greg Miller. I know you will too. You know it. You know, know Mike it. will. I can, I mean, little Benny, he'll play. That'd be fantastic. I can imagine him. Thank you to our Patreon. Oh, I guess if you're an audio listener, I didn't make sense. we're doing a marathon stream with Starfield starting on the 31st at 9 a.m. Pacific, which is when the review posts. Mike will play Starfield for the first time, and as long as you keep subbing, we will keep playing. And we're going to see how bad of a nightmare that can turn into on a holiday weekend. We'll find out. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Jedi Master Deadpool, James Hastings, Casey Andrew, Logan Delaney, Nathan Lamoth, and Patrick Delgado. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money and Netflix's One Piece but that's it. I mean, I was going to say topic of the show. Tots, 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 tots. <laughs> I appreciate the attempt, Bear. Oh. See, it doesn't sound louder. No, so that one definitely sounded limp. That sounded like, I don't even that's want how to it sounded keep the first time. what I was about to say. I it do, sounded like a, a fart. I know what you're talking about, but like one of those like worn out asshole farts. Where it's just like, <sighs> a worn out asshole. I've so had, like if a, I've had like it once, fart? I've had him a million times. You know what I mean? <sighs> I don't like know. I got nothing left. I've been farting too. I, I saw a TikTok today, Greg, that really made me think. Sure. How come when you say who, it is cold air, but when you say ha, it, it is hot <laughs> air? <laughs> <laughs> it really makes you think. Does. That's the kind of shit, man. <laughs> you know, we missed out having Socrates so long ago. Because yes. if he was around now, that's the, I mean, first off, nobody would care. You know what I mean? Nobody would give a flying fuck what this fat guy was saying. Was he fat? In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, he was. So I'm <laughs> okay. going with that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you ever think about that? We should just be, oh, I'm a philosopher. Be like, oh shit, he thinks. That's, that's, that's his job. That's his whole thing. I guess now we have podcasts. It's kind of the same. No, you know what I mean? I, we cannot put ourselves on the same level. I'm as just going to say I'm a modern day Socrates. All right? I feel more like the, the, the court jester <laughs> type guy. Sure. You know, yeah. it's just there hanging out every once in a while. I make a joke, but more often than not, the Kings just ask me to feed him. Sure. Yeah. So Timothy, it's you and me on the kind of funny podcast. It is. Uh, Makes me happy. up until about 10 minutes before the kind of funny podcast, I was working on Starfield stuff mm -hmm. and then I sat down. I, I mean, that's the reason why this is what it is, right? Starfield. Big game. Yeah. Lots of people working on it. Nick's yeah. gone. Nick's, Nick's yeah, on Nick's vacation. Nick's in Greece. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, we, we, we got Andy playing. Yeah. Uh, we got all hands on deck. People are working on stuff. Like, even we're on a different set right now because we're just trying to keep things a little dialed down and simpler. Yeah. Because we have so much fun stuff going on. Barrett was recording something today. I'm not going to explain what it was, but it's really exciting. Born. It's really cool. Yeah. Fun stuff abound here are kind of funny. And so... When you and me come in to do the kind of funny podcast, usually it's something serious. Something bad's yeah. happened. We're going to do something where somebody's going to cry. I don't <laughs> think that has to happen. Yeah, no today. tears today. Uh, but what I thought, of course, as I said, chat, make sure you come in with your questions and be a part of this. But I also then looked at the doc. And uh, as you know, uh, like you can write it for free, kindoffunny.com slash KF podcast. Look how good you look. Huh? Look how good. Go back to the one. That is a fucking one if I've ever seen one, Greg. I got, you are. I got these like two little hairs there. But it's good though. I, I feel like your 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 shirt right now has the right amount of rugged ruffleness yeah. going on that it, it adds to the whole mystique. I feel like the the grays in your your beard are popping in a way they that like it looks like a, a, an accent choice there. Like this sure. is this is great. This is one of the best images. Collar shirt, collar shirt. Greg is doing really well. I'm yeah. happy with a lot of them. I'm not thrilled with this shirt. This was a, a weekend, this is a win. This was a weekend purchase from Target, and I was Ooh, stoked when Simo? I got it. Huh? Is it Mosimo? No, no, no. It's something I could pronounce. 
Uh, Can I look at it? Twenty-five bucks, sure. The thing is, I sized it and I put on the large, and I'm I, you know, I would told I would have told you off the top of my head I'm an XL. I put on the large, and I'm like, this fits perfectly right now, but if it shrinks at all, I'm not going to be thrilled. Mm. And so I did the wash, and the sleeves definitely shrunk. I don't feel tight in the belly. No, it looks good. But then when I look, I well go back to the one bear because when I go when you do that, I see these like this little pulling section there. You know what I mean? Like I don't like that. See, that's the, and the I got, ruffles like, though. They got the front. Is that what you're talking about with the yeah, ruffles? Yeah, that's I got okay. The front it's okay. It's okay. Mm. No, no, no. Overall, it looks good and like the ruffles are appropriate. You don't look like you're bursted out of it. Yeah, which yeah, I think yeah, yeah, is yeah. what you're scared of. You don't look like that because sure. the ruffles, the pattern, everything's looking good. It's Goodfellow, which is uh, a Mosimo brother. Okay. Target has a bunch of brands um, um, that it that it rocks with that yeah. that, that their own proprietary. That's not the right word. You get the fuck up. Yeah, they own it. Is they um, Cat and Jack? Is that one of them? Cause you wouldn't even know Cat and Jack, would you? What happened? You got to text everybody. One of the palms is. Oh, it's one, one of, of the, the bullshit texts. Guys, I need to explain to everybody right now the type of life that I fucking live. Um, can I? Can you? Eh, there's probably not a way to show this. You can do it, but put yourself in D and D so that if Gia texts is like eggplant, eggplant, she, we don't no, see eggplants. I don't know if you could see it there. Uh, yes. Million things, Greg Miller. Is that what it says? Yeah. Barry uh, gets these too. The, yeah, it's the random bullshit. Tim, are you available? Greg Miller. But it's a random bullshit text that's just trying to fish and like get some information. How, do, how does that happen? I, I don't know. I, I don't at all. But what does it say about our relationship and just you as a person that I see this and the saw music starts playing in my head <laughs> and I start, I'm like, do I want to play a game? I'm not sure. What is this Greg Miller I'm talking to, or have you cloned yourself and somehow? <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what happened yesterday. I was playing Starfield out there in the living room, right? And it was a day booked to just play. And so I was doing that. And at one point, it was just me and Roger in the room. And that's dangerous because, oh, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. there's nothing I like to do more than perform for an audience of one. You know what I mean? And so I started running Best through work. the old repertoire, right? Mm -hmm. What do I want to do or say to him and then say, no one will ever believe you? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the fun Bill Murray one that I like to take in a different way because I'll say something stupid. And I'll say, no, no. If you ever try to tell anybody, they'll never believe I said this. And of course they would because I'm me. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, that's, that's played out. And I was like, what can I do? And then I was like, you know what I could do? I could schedule send a slack. For like 15 minutes from now and be say whatever and then keep, just be playing my thing and roger wouldn't understand what's going on you know what i mean but then i was like well if he's not at his computer then it doesn't work so there was like and i was like you know this is too much work i'm just gonna keep playing the game yeah but i ran through the you know the things i could do you also had a very big box yesterday delivered here I did and did you, you hear what i did with the box uh well i heard that you almost did with the box i did it and then undid it oh you wow so, ladies and gentlemen, this, I think, shows maturity, of course. Oh, yeah. That's you know what, what I mean? Tim and I have been running this company for a while here. And, of course, it's I still think of us all as just a bunch of friends out there making the dream happen, which is true. But mm -hmm. there also is a manager-employer relationship and da-da-da-da-da-da, where, of course, maybe they can't tell you to fuck off as much as they want to tell you to fuck off sometimes. And so, yesterday, we got a chair delivered from Xbox. They're doing this whole uh, chair initiative, whatever. I don't fucking know. <laughs> they're, they're pivoting to chairs. You, yes. you, you signed up for it. And then I was like, well, I'll take the chair home and I'll mm -hmm. try it out and I'll do stuff at the desk downstairs. And I drive a Mini Cooper, which is a very small car. So I was getting ready to leave yesterday. Everybody was at the same time, too. We were down to the skeleton crew. And I was like, all right, peace, guys. I wanted to get out. I hate being the last one out of the building. I do not like the responsibility the of locking the door and arming the alarm and making sure it doesn't burn down. I don't want to be the last one. I don't want to be left holding the bag. It's mm. a terrible feeling. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, God forbid the place burns down in general. But I would be so happy if it doesn't. I'm not the last one out of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, not that I is? would. Huh? Who would you hope it is most? Nobody, because I. Nick. at no point would we blame Nick? that person. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Barrett's the last one out and something Barrett. in the studio pops and burnt. Like, that's not Barrett. I think it really depends on the person of who, if I'd blame them or not. Okay. I'd blame Nick. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Uh, anyways, and I was like, I was so excited to be, because I knew everybody was packing up. I knew it was down to the wire. And then I looked at that giant chair and I was like, damn it. I'll get it tomorrow because I need to, maybe I'll bring the big car. I'm like, well, it could fit in this shit. I'll just do it now. Mm-hmm. So you all left and I unpacked this chair. And what I did was, you know, it was a huge box, g- gorgeous box. I wish it had come home with me because Benny would have loved to play with it. Anyways, though, uh, I had all these giant box pieces. You know what I'm going to, and I was like, I know what I'll do. It'll be hilarious. I will build a box fort around Blessing's desk. And so I did. I took the things and I, I boxed them in. I had it. It was like completely, took the other thing, put it across the top. And I, then I took the other ones and just kind of layered on it. And that's when it kind of started looking like trash. Yeah. That one, it didn't look organized. And then when I, I started to take that one away, I was like, wait a second. Like, we've all been there. If bl- something happens to Bless in the morning or he comes in in not a good mood, this could be the thing that pushes you over the edge. Yeah. And I sat about it. I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. And I took it all apart. Because, you know, it. he can't get mad because you can't even vent to me correctly if he's really mad at me about it. You know what I mean? I, I think the you're right to do that. You handled this correctly as an adult. Very proud of you. Yeah. It is also like an insult to injury that where Bless's desk is, is like the it's the first thing he would see walking in. Yeah. yeah. And so his heart would drop like right. immediately. Yeah, and they, on top of that, yeah. Bless gets in on the, the sooner side compared to most people most days. Yeah, yeah. So there's a high chance he'd be the first person here alone walking in and just having to deal with it. He tried to pull that shit today. I do feel Roger and in, 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 uh, Mike beat him here quite a bit. Quite, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's between, no, really? Bear shaking his head now? I, I think it's a good split between myself, Blessing, and then Mike and Roger. Of who okay. I feel Mike like and Roger going out to work I'm out. here early, I see Mike and Roger here first. That or no, and actually, I would say Barrett's always in here working, listening to his music. Yeah, because it, it it comes down to Mike and Raj work out together, getting their swole on, yeah. getting all them chin ups and, and push ups yep. and, and sit ups and all the other ups. Yeah, all the out, ups. All right, they're doing that stuff. So when that happens, yes, they're here early. Otherwise, they're not here that early. But they might they drive in together. There's yeah. a whole situation. There. Barrett needs to actually commute with buses and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot more leeway he gives so he wants to get here earlier get the shows prepped and all that stuff bless prepping games daily wants to be in yeah early so he so he comes in so it is that balance between the four of them if someone else is here earlier than them there's a problem i've done it before uh i i it did contemplate and i don't do it often right mm-hmm. but i did the thing where i was like fucking ben my son right because of course if it wasn't for ben i could have come in at like seven o'clock and embedded myself in the fort because that would have been the best. You know what I mean? That takes it, even if Blessing walks in angry to see his fort built around yeah. his desk, if he gets close and like, oh, you know what I mean? Explode out. Yeah, that would have made it better. Do the Rita. That would have made it Rita better. Repulsa. Yeah. Ah! You know what I mean? Like, that's a winner, winner chicken dinner. You, you won me over with the Rita. I know, I know, I know. I thought I would. I thought that would get you there in the end. Of course, I don't really regret my son ever, but, you know. I get that. Soon he'll be able to you sit put in him with- in the box. Dude, he would love it. Yeah. I'm a, I, I, we just entered into the phase of me making shit out of cardboard for him at home. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. But then have also, you done a blanket for it at the house? He doesn't love blankets. You know what I mean? Like that's not his thing yet. Even yeah. today, even today we got him to lay in a blanket. He was a little happy watching his cartoons, but then he kicks it off pretty quick. Really? I, I was a blanket boy. Yeah. Through and through. Love those yeah. things. Pillows, blankets, I'm all doing, of that. We're introducing all this, you know, wrestling. the concepts. Yeah, you know? yeah, wrestling will be yeah, exactly. That's why you need it there, right? You just toss them there and do the thing. You know, one of the craziest things we did growing up, uh, I must have told the story before, but uh, growing up, the house I, I was in was on the uh, third floor of a house. Uh-huh. So the stairwell that we had was like pretty massive and it would like 
go all the way down like in one straight shot and it was the perfect size for a twin mattress nice so when my mom and dad would go away uh like to work or yeah, whatever yeah. it was like the summer uh me and my brother would just straight up take a twin mattress put it on the stairs and just ride it down the stairs over and over and over and over we were inspired by the super mario brothers movie sure. from 1993 lest we forget uh where they rode a mattress down a sewer pipe i'm not even sure what it was but um i'm surprised we didn't break our necks like i'm surprised we never died never got hurt even not even never little. got yeah i was gonna say not get hurt is it's the pretty surprising because it was not safe at all yeah um but yeah that just that reminds me of the mattresses pillows blankets a lot of fun when you're a kid yeah of course especially when you're into wrestling at all yeah yeah and we're still getting to that i mean ben yeah. likes getting thrown around you know what i mean you think it's hilarious to get picked up wrong so rather than pick him by the armpits, you pick him up by the feet and lift him up. Like yeah. That. You know, yeah. I mean, dude, what is it about that? That being little, you like, you just want to be fucking roughhouse. You know what I'm talking I mean, about? You know, you know, it's out of the ordinary. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, this is weird. We would go to uh, my cousin's house when I was little. My cousin Lyle, who was like, I don't know, th- three or four years older than me. Bless you. Uh, which is the perfect age size difference wise when you're young, where he was a lot bigger than, than us. So yeah. he would just pick us up in Mario 64 style, grab us, sure. and, us and just launch us. And it was the fucking best thing. Like one of the best memories of my life just getting tossed around violently by a man. Yeah. When we were boy. in high school and we'd go <laughs> back to Michael Bryant's house to play in 64, his brother, Pat always wanted to hang out with us. And he was, yeah, like, you know, we're 16 plus or minus on either side of that. And he must've been like, seven you know what i mean so, oh yeah, man. Like, he was getting fucked up choked <laughs> power bombed you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah. We, were, we were the height of the attitude era we were the height of backyard wrestling like we'll fuck you up pat oh, yeah. you know what i mean don't worry about that yeah he, might, of, he was probably even younger than that which is outrageous i don't know younger than yeah there's that sweet spot you know where it's like they like it it's fun whatever and then, oh, then you cross that line you do the one thing and they start crying you shut up shut up shut up mom, mom, be cool yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, we're never yeah. doing this again we'll never do this again yeah, yeah, like yeah, you just yeah, hurt yeah. them and now you're threatening them that you're never yeah, gonna do it again exactly yeah hey man they wanted it though they were in the room they wanted to get drop kicked or whatever it's the hell crazy, you're doing dude. tim yes we ask people to write in for free on kind of funny.com slash kf podcast you guys leave your comments there if they're not completely garbage questions i put them on the document and the document just Every Gross. week gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I currently have 44 pages of questions that have date back, you know, four, quite a while. Four, so it's one of those that I feel like I'm going to just do random scrolls, find us things yeah, to talk okay. about. Right? But where I do want to start is this. This is actually from the live chat right now. Ooh. Link 4555 writes in and says, Tim looking real good at the moment. The Pokemon Go is work, working out. Uh, you know, I appreciate uh, the multiple compliments I've gotten today. Uh, about that, which is funny because I was so uncomfortable looking in the mirror this morning where I was like, this shirt is tight. Yeah. And like, I, I do not have the body to pull it off, but it's like, I, there's something deceiving about it that I'm like, uh, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take what is happening on the screen right now, even though it's not real. You know what I mean? It is a lie. But it's the whole thing. I, I talked about this in the Greg way that I sent your brother that I don't think is up yet uh, about this shirt where it's like a little tighter than I want to. But it's also the uh, undershirt I'm wearing. I wear large undershirts rather than XL undershirts yeah. because they're undershirts. And I just bought new ones, so I'm kind of still feeling them out or whatever. I like them so far. But what I'm saying is if I can feel it against my skin, which makes me think it's too tight, but then also j- doubles back to body dysmorphia of like, is it too tight or... Is this how normal people wear their clothes? Yeah, and this is I definitely just, how normal people wear I their clothes. I just wear baggier clothes because yeah. I'm not thrilled about all yeah, the Yeah, yeah, This is how shirts should fit you in yeah. terms of, like, the fit. This is a great This isn't how you're shirt. supposed to look in the shirt. Yes, it but, is. Uh, but I am. I'm fine. Look, I'm, I'm taking this only as wins here. It is what it is. Um, 
Have yeah, you noticed no. though with the Pokemon Go though? Have no, you dropped weight or not, are you even weighing yourself? I, yourself? I, I do. I, I've been. I weigh myself very inconsistently, but I, I was definitely like going into the studio and the studio launch. Like yeah. I was like the lowest I got was like I, I think it was two oh seven, something like that. Yeah, and um, that the highest I had ever been two forty five. So it was like pretty, pretty big, big gap there, right? Yeah. So dropping down to that 207, I've pretty much maintained that. And since then, I've been between 207 and like 212, somewhere around there. Okay. I think okay. I'm on the higher end of it right now. I think I'm on that 212 right now. Okay. Um, but hey, I'm okay with it. 200 is like the mega goal, but to have a goal, you need to actually do things. Yeah. I don't actually yeah. do things. Well, I mean, again, you're Pokemon going. I'm going. I'm you're Pokemon walking going. more than ever. Yeah. That's got to be good. Definitely for more than ever. Like, I walked today. Walked real far today. Today? There's a daily adventure incense, Greg. It's 15 minutes, and, like, you get to walk. You get It spawns more Pokemon. You get the rarest, rarest, rarest chance to get one of the mythical birds, the Galarian mythical birds. Sure. They're hard to get. Anyway, so every day I've been doing a 15-minute little walk. I love that. I you love know? that. I've been you. wondering where you've been disappearing off to. I'm like, huh, it's not, it's not like Tim to just kind of disappear. Why, I know isn't, he at, why isn't he at his desk looking miserable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm often having fun when I'm miserable. I know. You know? We, I know. It's, it's just more of just I have a miserable resting face. <laughs> this is an, another live one. Mm. But I like it because then I'll get to the questions. James Davis makes says weird timing. I was going to submit the question. What makes a good question to submit to kind of funny? I like this one. And I think yeah. the answer is really the flip of the coin. It's either, Hey, give me a question that inspires a good open-ended conversation or give me a lot of specifics. Yeah. You've heard us run through a hypothetical before we need it. I don't love that. There's a, I can, uh, I'm sure something on here is bad that I don't like. I mean, first off there's 44, but now granted, we're just great. We're conversationalists. Yeah. We don't need the thought starters. So that's a big part of it. Right. But I think there's plenty of times where it is just like, eh, eh. yeah, it, it, I think the best question, and it's less about the question and more about the, the people on the panel, the day, the energy level of everyone, what everyone's been going through, all of that combined. But the the maximum uh, vibe you're trying to go for is a question that sets us off of like, all right, cool. We now, I want two steps to a tangent. You know what I mean? I sure. want one good conversation that's actually answering the question. Normally one or two people actually answering it. But by the time it gets to the third person, I hope we're talking about two separate different things. Sure. Already. Yep. Yep, yep, that's yep, a yep. good question because that means that we got there with the conversation and it, it inspired us to go somewhere else. Now, there is a caveat to this. If, and this is an often if, Nick is involved. That all goes out the window. Yeah. A good question for Nick is anything that can just keep him on track for Impossible. more than 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, how nice is it when a question's asked and every single person gets to answer it? And how often has that happened? I'm not sure to this day it ever has. I hate Nick. I hate him so much. Uh, Love in this vein, here. here is a good one. Mm -hmm. I've been sitting on it for a while, and I'll let you know oh, it's going to be go. a journey, everybody. Great. All right, we're gonna you're gonna say I can't believe Greg's been looking forward to this. Followed by it's a shot chaser situation. All right. Okay. Ignacio Rojas writes in. Ignacio, of course, longtime kind of funny best friend. Sup, guys? How's it going? So first, I have some news to get out of the way. Turns out I have cancer again. This time, it's thyroid cancer. And although luckily it, is, it has a very good prognosis, it is still one of my biggest fears coming true, having cancer again. Sorry for the downer, but I felt like I needed to tell you guys. Well, with that out of the way, what are some of your most memorable birthday memories? 
See, this is kind of funny. Maybe you got a good present. Maybe you got arrested. Or maybe you don't celebrate anymore. Anyways, keep being awesome. And remember to get tested. Dang. Well, Ignacio. horrible news. Ignacio. No, horrible news. Great framing for the question, Ignacio. Yeah. You've been around, Ignacio Ross. If you've been around, you've heard his name. You know, yeah. you've seen him and stuff. I've added you on Pokemon Go. Why haven't you added me back, dude? Ouch. That's, Come on. Well, apparently, maybe, maybe he's getting treated for cancer. Right, now, okay, how yeah. do you feel? I mean, I feel as bad as uh, I when you're in the two, when you, I know for a fact when you're in the tube, you can't use your phone. There you go. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I won't have you sitting here insulting fellow cancer uh, survivors. Won't. All right. Yeah. Uh, Just he has a shirt. He looks good, and he thinks he can say whatever he wants about us. Yeah. Not on my watch, Ignacio. Uh, but so, so, I mean, that sounds like a, the good side of this, right? Oh yeah. I mean, well, yeah. The cancer part of it. Yeah. Yeah. A good prognosis, of course, but he's right there with me. Right. One of my biggest true, my biggest fears coming true, having cancer again. Yeah. Which of course is my thing. Yeah. If I got Hodgkin's lymphoma again. Yeah. I'm, the survivability is great. I'm not looking forward to climbing up the fucking mountain. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I understand that part of it, but yeah, Ignacio, obviously, you know, we love you. You've been great to us. We're going to, we'll continue to be good to you by making fun of your questions and having yelling at you and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. You know, you got this and you know that and blah, blah, blah. But birthday memories. Do you have a birthday that stands yeah, out to you? I mean, birthday memories, it's definitely um, the kind of funny prom and then my 30th birthday roast. Both of those, I think they were wow. back to back. They must have been 2018 and 19. Incredible. And I love that both of them are on camera, like that I get yeah, to relive yeah. them. And uh, I don't often do that, but uh, recently I've been working on a project that required me to go back and look at old footage and stuff that led me to some just all time bangers i found the first footage of uh us watching greg's game awards yeah, win, yeah. which i didn't even know i had uh because that was back before we we streamed like live streamed our reactions to things so it was just me like filming the screen which was so funny because back then i, I was more filming it for making sure that i had the footage of it as opposed to reacting at all yeah, yeah because i wasn't sure that it was going to be uploaded on any site in any real way yeah, yeah so yeah. it's one of the funniest things i said it to you and like what is it it's just dead silence and then it's greg miller and you and colin go yeah and then dead That's silence it. you don't even talk to each other about no it. no <laughs> I, mean, I honestly i do think it was a thing of us like quieting each other down i'm just like yeah, let's yeah, try yeah. to get this shit but it, it, it reads really awkward and funny but i just i still love that i have it though like i love like just seeing your you're the living room, like yeah, uh, yeah. of the original it was, spare it bedroom, trip, and it's, it's like an old TV and you know, you know, like a, a smell can bring you back. Sure. It's like there's no smell involved in it, but it's like it's it's that feeling of yeah. like seeing it and like I I could immediately feel the rug under my toes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's just yeah. like whoa, this is such For a me, it was weird like time the awkwardly painted walls. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Where they're like such an awkward color, or it's like all right, I don't know. Yeah, it's like off off white. Yeah. You know what yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but yeah, um, so yeah, going back and like looking at, at footage from prom or looking at footage from the the, the roast, it's just it's so so funny. Like uh, Gia's mom roasted me. Like the, Gia and Nick threw me and everybody, but the, they were like the hosts of it. Threw a a, a roast for me on my thirtieth birthday. Available you on slash kind of funny. Exactly, uh, and it's so fucking funny, and everyone just fucking going after me and some of the best burns I have ever heard. Um, but uh, Gia's mom came up to surprise me, and she roasted me, and she killed it too. She had her her wedding a couple weeks ago, and you know uh, that the, the officiant for that, the judge, was the same judge that married me and Jen. No way. We saw photos on Facebook. Like, oh, that's, like yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, the, the only person that's officiated less weddings than you, or <laughs> more weddings than you. You get what I'm saying? I know you mean. Um, but anyways, I uh, th at some point I was asked to potentially give a speech at Gia's mom's wedding, mainly because they were like trying to get people to, and like people were like, it was a small wedding, people were backing out, and I'm like, I don't feel like it's appropriate if I do it. I was like, but if I do do it. I'm just fucking roasting. 
like, I'm going to take this opportunity to go in. No, it ended up not happening. They ended up getting enough people to, to say stuff. But Trying oh, this again, huh? <laughs> I was going to go, but no, it didn't happen. One day, though, when you're least expecting it. <laughs> I love her. She's great. I'm sure. I would never hurt her. Uh, birthday memories, you, I don't know. Like, I guess, yeah, there's a bunch, but then also none. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I think of it all. Right now, we're on the precipice of Ben's second birthday, mm. and we're planning a, a, a party out in the park. And it's that thing where, like, we're inviting, you know, everybody, but, like, who from Chicago will actually come, who knows kind of thing. But it was, it, it's been hearkening back uh, to, like, my third birthday, I think, which we have the VHS tape of. Awesome. Of, like, you know, the grandparents in the backyard and all this different stuff and me being a little. I want to I watch that when we get closer. I have it on D, I have the DVD of it or whatever. That'll be fun. But I, it's, like, because it's recorded and when you're a kid, you're so obsessed with watching the little thing, you know, the memories you have from two years ago or whatever i remember watching it a lot so it's like it, that that birthday feels important yeah exactly yeah. when it was just a birthday but i remember like you know again to your talk of like you know uh, the spare bedroom the old place uh you know i think of the old backyard and how i don't even know what you would call it right but the like flags my parents would have not na- flags of the nation but like you know, a white piece of string or plastic that then have the multicolored like triangles on it. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I want. I guess the it fairground for the flag. birthday. Yeah, but I, I feel like it was up all the time. But I, I remember those, and I remember the spacing of the trees being weird because our house, our backyard was just weird or whatever. But like that, and like you know, Poppy and Grandma, who you know, my mom's parents, who when I think of my thoughts of them are of them being so old and frail and you know on their deathbeds basically right or at least ailing and having to live with in a home or having to live with aunt Dell. whereas like this was them in like a dress and a suit and stuff yeah. you know what i mean like those memories that i that are i was so young for that don't feel like the reality i knew them for right oh my god i mean uh that reminds me of looking through all the footage i, I have been recently i i came across this clip that was uh just called um like like Tim needs to kill Spider for Greg or something like that. And sure. I was like, what the fuck? And I click on it and it's my brother asking me to kill a spider. My brother is deathly afraid of spiders to this day. To this day. It is. It's a real to serious thing for him. Uh, no matter how big, small, doesn't matter. He's like, he can't be near it. Needs someone else to handle I, it. I hate spiders as well. But if I ever see one in the studio, I take care of it for cool Greg. Barrett goes out of his way. Barrett's the best. <laughs> like He really die. He has there done been Weirdly, a lot of spiders here <laughs> lately, Tim. It's fucking freaky. Uh, but there was this big ass spider at my, my old house. And so I'm watching this footage. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen this house. The house doesn't even exist anymore yeah, yeah. um the, the, the it was like not my original house but the second one and and i was like oh my god this is so weird seeing the house and i see my mom walking around she's like nimble and shit which is like yeah, not I, I can not even think of my mom that way and then the craziest thing is out of nowhere i hear a voice i'm like oh my god that's my dad yeah my dad yeah. died like t- over 10 years ago at this point and like i still hear his voice in my head yeah but yeah. like hearing it it, yeah, it was the yeah, yeah, yeah. craziest craziest thing i like, had to stop what i'm doing and call gia down and be like Hold on, listen to this. Glimpse from her. And, and then she like listens. She's like, wait a minute. Is it? she has no idea, but she's like, just contextually, she's like, is that your dad? And I'm like, yeah. And like he comes on screen and she's just like, this is fucking weird. Cause like, I mean, he even at that point was way older than I am. It was like footage from 2007, probably. But um, I mean, I am closer to his age then than <laughs> anything. So it's yeah, like yeah. it was just the weirdest thing, but that's the magic of of video recordings and the home movies and that was the era. It wasn't even a home movie. It was just me with a camcorder 
it, it was my first ever HD camcorder. So oh, I was wow. fucking walking around. Literally, the amount of clips that me and Alfredo have that are literally just like a tree in HD, my pants in HD. Like, <laughs> there's a clip of Alfredo driving with his, like, he just got a car for the first time. We're driving just to drive. Yeah. And I'm filming things just to film. And it's a shot of me just down in my pants. And you just hear Alfredo go, oh my God. Your pants look so good. Look at those pants. And he's being serious, like totally genuine about it. Weird ass times. Now it's just going to be a bunch of kids dancing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting how that, because that is the same way, you know, when, when, uh, for your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny in October, when we filled the thermometer, we said we'd go back and, uh, me and Nick would commentate over our, my home videos. And so jumping into those, it was so bizarre to do that and hear like grandma Miller's voice again, like in which you can think about, but you yeah. don't know what it sounds like. You don't think, you know what I mean? Like you, I hear grandma Miller's voice, but I don't hear it. So to actually hear it on tape was a crazy thing, let alone yet to see, you know, like when we're doing the Christmas thing, I'm like, oh man, the old house. And we must've just moved in. Cause there's nothing on the floor in the basement and all the, you know, trying to piece together that stuff and put all the content, but then you, you lose your mind thinking about how old your parents are in that. I'm yeah. Like, oh my God. I go, well, that means that. My mom is my age now based yeah. on this. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Absolutely wild. I'm not a huge birthday guy, but I just want to shout out two ones, uh, two memories I have. Uh, the first one being uh, my mom getting me an N64, I nice. think, for my fifth birthday. And then later that day, uh, my friends Amber and Marty came over to, like, we played, like, Mario Party together. Um, and I'm not huge into celebrating my birthdays. I haven't been for a long time, but... Back in 2019 or maybe 2020, I believe, was my 25th birthday. And it just so happened that one Jackie Hollywood was performing right. at a bar near my house. Yes. And we got a bunch of people together. It was like Tim, a me, Cool Gray. It was like a, <laughs> it, well, no, it was like a good chunk of people, but there was time to kill before the Jackie Hollywood show. So we were trying to like, Go to certain bars. One was like way too crowded and playing like uh, like Irish punk music, which I didn't want to like uh, like make people like hang out in the middle of. So we went to another bar that got shut down like thirty minutes in, into us being there, and then we went to a different bar. It was like a drug bus type shutdown. Oh, yeah, wow. it was like it was police in, came to, in and like like the servers were like, "You have to leave now. You have to, you have leave, to close like, get out. out." Like whatever. It was so intense. My favorite memory of that night. Cool, Greg. Not to be seen again yeah. after that. The he heard cops were coming. He was gone. Well, the funny thing is, he disappeared, and then the 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 bar gets shut down, and then we start walking to a different bar, and then he just comes out of like a fucking alleyway, and we're like, what? About that. What the fuck, dude? And then we we went to another bar, which is like where a lot of people uh, ended up uh, kind of like filtering out and stuff. And then uh, it was Tim, myself, and Cool Greg. Just absolutely shit faced oh, yeah. uh, watching Jackie Hollywood perform, and it was the that best. was a good time. The best. Melissa Hagler says mine would be hooking up with Cody on my twenty first birthday. Well, look at us now. Hell yeah, I love yeah. that. Here you are doing a big random scroll. All right, we are ending. No, I don't. La la last person sure, thing I want to shout out that his okay. kind of reminded me of is uh, when I was uh, four or five. Uh, my mom got me an Optimus Prime, like the legit Optimus Prime toy that you think of from the the late 80s of the re-release in the 90s the diecast metal one yeah, yeah. The trailer and obviously obsessed with it that was like the pinnacle of toys like nothing could be cooler to me at that point um i had graduated from my thomas the tank engine phase two transformers doot, 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 and doot, um doot. i remember this was back when the golden gate bridge was a lot more lax about uh where you could be and like how you walk on it and like how limited you are to be able to be that close to the edge of it yeah but i remember like walking along the edge like rolling the toy and it was just like 
I remember mom being like, you stop. Like, <laughs> like the, the, you are going to drop it. Um, and just, I was so upset with her. I'm like, no, I'm not going to drop this thing. Uh, and now you can't even get that close, which is so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, such a vivid memory for me being a little kid, having this back and forth about this thing. But there's a bunch of pictures of me in Sausalito with the Optimus Prime, like just uh, right on the other side of the, the bridge in the, the North Bay. And uh, I just, that is like one of the most like ingrained in my mind memories, kind of like what you're talking about, because there was picture evidence of it yeah, that yeah, I can yeah. kind of work backwards and like remember so many key moments. And uh, one of my favorite movie moments ever, just because of how it makes me feel and how it, it makes me feel like there must be a God out there, <laughs> like looking down and like giving me a sign is uh, at the end of Bumblebee, the like 2018 uh, Haley Seinfeld movie. Like there's a shot that's pretty much out of nowhere of Optimus Prime driving on the Golden Gate Bridge. And it's like the first time we've ever seen Prime in the old school flat nose truck, like 80s style driving across the bridge. And I'm, it just felt like a weird, like, oh my God, this moment feels like recreating a moment from my childhood that only I experienced. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. oh man, I, they, they perfectly adapted this scene from a comic book or yeah, like yeah, yeah. this moment from a show this or whatever. Your memory. It's like they made my memory on a screen. Freaking weird. Do you ever stop and, I, like, you know, obviously your own interpretations of heaven or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, I wish that there was, like, you know, the video game stats of when you jump in of, like, how many times, you know, in a video game, how many people you've killed, how many miles you've walked. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like, I would love to know, like, I know that's a deeply personal memory and true. Oh, but yeah. how many other kids have walked and, like, driven a Transformer on that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's like, I, the I, kind I mean, of thing where, because those are, like, shared things, even, not in the millions. but like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that I, I love that because there's... I, I, I feel like that's what's special about what we do is yeah. that we get to share our moments and our memories and then we get to see people that can relate to those things in one way or another. And like we always talk about kind of funny based on the idea of walking, walking out of a theater after you just saw a movie and having that conversation of what you thought about it or, you know, playing a video game with your friends and that shared camaraderie of like it's not necessarily about the quality of the game. It's about the experience you guys are having on the couch or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. and how that's evolved. And uh, because of that, I feel like we've got to hear so many of those stories. Like you think you have something that is so unique and so only you. And then there's sure. somebody that tweets at you. That's like, yo, that happened to me too. Or here's my version of it. And like, that's just, it's just cool. We're more alike than we think. Christian is the one who gets pulled here. You might say, oh man, when did Christian write in uh, a long time ago? This is page 26 of okay. 34 where we ended up. Christian says, I will start with the story that goes into my question. I moved into my first apartment a year ago today, and I'm sure this is a long time ago, so congratulations on five years then. Uh, and of course, I need to do some grocery shopping. After the trip, I went to my dad's house and explained that I wanted to get Clawson pickles, but could not find them in the pickle aisle. Then I realized and explained that Clawson pickles are chilled and never heated, remembering what Greg has taught me. Mm. What is the strangest, most obscure thing you have learned from a podcast slash YouTube follow you follow? youtuber you follow what have you picked yeah. up from the internet that is a weird thing i mean ah uh, th this is one of those questions that's so hard to answer because i feel like it's, it's all just common knowledge now things. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you know it's such an interesting point where i was a revolutionary at ign in so many ways and like was, I, I i would like i i felt that way i i feel like the people around me understood me that way I feel like I got a lot of respect from my my peers and from my uh, like senior peers yeah. uh, at, at uh, there because they understood I cared about this shit differently and so I could bring a different perspective. 
And as time went on, that per perspective got less and less unique because it just became the norm. It all comes down to, I'm not better than anybody. I was just there at the exact right time of being in high school, graduating in that. I graduated in 2007. YouTube started in 2005. People started getting paid on 2000, in 2009. And I was there for the entire time watching this all happen, watching Philip DeFranco and Smosh. And um, I just seen all of them kind of like find their rise, rooster teeth, yeah. figure out how to turn it into a business and was so fascinated by that. As things went on and that kind of got less like um, unique and just more standard uh, of us working at IGN and, and applying like start happening and yeah, yeah. applying the, the the findings and all that stuff to it. And like the YouTube creators playbook. Exactly. Right. Um, that kind of turned into and I'm talking a lot about YouTube and shit here, but I feel like it applies to life in general. Sure. Getting to this point where there was the, the rise of BuzzFeed where so much of the content was about sharing. It was about making an article or a video that people can relate to, so you want to share it. And then that kind of turned into like memes of like that moment when blank. And it's all just like, how do we take something relatable and get it as small and small and small and small until it's just like, just a word. And now we're at a point, it's an emoji. You know what I mean? It's like just, we can share an emoji and like we know what it means or like, sure. The, our, our way of uh, having conversations is so shorthand uh, to represent feelings and relating to somebody. Yeah. But that's just so standardized and it's how we all think about things now that I'm so surprised at how easy it is to find out anything you want to know the blink of an eye because you have your phone on you. And not that we take it for granted, just like how expected that is. Like there is nothing out there that we can't figure out there's no word we can't translate there's no no questions about stuff we just assume tech's gonna work and if tech doesn't work we fucking lose our shit and go I on rants about pc so gaming goddamn angry <laughs> not even just about pc gaming but yes but like do, do you get my point it's like it's just things are so expected and just work so often yeah. that like i i feel like when it comes to what's something i've learned on a podcast it's like I don't know. Like, I just feel like that's the expectation is I'm always learning something. Even just yeah. hearing a different perspective is, is me sure. learning something. And I mean, goddamn, look at me starting in 2012, however you want to look at it on podcast with you to now just being on the shows has made me such a different person. Being able to be around so many different personalities, so many similar personalities, all of it. It's like, you just learn a lot talking to people who the fuck would have thought. <laughs> Who would have thought, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I have answers to this question. Hmm. Two of them, actually, even though they're not, I think, as goofy funny as this one or obscure. But I'm going to use them when I come back from telling you, of course, about Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny, you could be watching live right now, just like the Hagglers are. Of course, you could also get the shows ad-free. Uh, you get them on demand ad-free. You can watch the other podcasts live as we record them ad-free. Uh, you could just have a great time over there and support us. Plus, you could get 300 bonus episodes of content. Uh, and, of course... Exclusive merch, fun times, and other great things. But since you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny, here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Every single person I know that has tried Rocket Money has been shocked at how many subscriptions they have that they forgot about. 
Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people think they're spending about $80 a month on their subscriptions when in reality, it might be closer to 200 plus uh, when you're signed up for so many things like streaming services you use to watch one show or free trials for delivery you don't use. It's so easy to lose track of what you're actually paying for. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by One Piece on Netflix. The global phenomenon One Piece has finally gotten a live action adaptation on Netflix. This is an incredible world ruled by pirates filled with never before seen superpowers and a hunt for a legendary treasure called the One Piece. It's an epic action adventure about following your dreams, searching for treasure and ultimately finding your chosen family. The series was made by fans for fans, old and new. Showrunners Matt Owens and Steven Maeda are huge fans of the manga and come at their work from a fan first perspective while still allowing new audiences to discover and fall in love with this story. Manga creator Ichiro Oda was involved in every step of the process at a level which was never seen before in any previous live action manga adaptation. One Piece is an action packed, warm-hearted and joyful adventure that you don't want to miss. Don't miss One Piece on Netflix, August 31st. So for me, I'm with you. And again, like, you know, I'm scrolling through dozens of pages to find this. So I don't have like, uh, this, which is another one. Hey, how do I get a question right on the show? These are good, but anything that requires pre-production, usually not our forte, right? That, this yes. show, our show to is jump out of the airplane and let's have a yep. great conversation. Uh, so these aren't as obscure as the Clausen's pickle information, which I'm glad you understood and used to find in your your refrigerated section. That's where you find Clausen pickles, of course. Um, but I have two in here that I guess are somewhat related, but I don't think they're not from the same podcast or anything like that. Um, number one. I'd lead with, and again, they're related. They're both like relationship things, but any relationship, I don't think it's like just marriage or whatever, um, would be, uh, I was listening to Michelle Obama when she's been out promoting her podcast and I don't think, but it wasn't her podcast. I forget which one she was on, whether it was Julia Louis-Dreyfus or maybe it was just Fresh Air or whatever. It doesn't matter. Michelle Obama was on a podcast talking mm -hmm. about her latest book or whatever. And uh, one of the things she talked about in it was, uh, you know, her mentor program she's doing and how she's working with all these youth and how there's a misconception she believes with the youth that a relationship, marriage, whatever, is 50-50. And she's like, it's been so rare in my experience that me and Brock are ever 50-50. It's usually 70-30, you know, 80-20. Somebody uh, needs help, and that's what the whole gig is, right? Being there for the other person and being there. Uh, like, that resonated with me, obviously, with what what a rough year Jen's had with the passing of her mother and everything else, right? Like, that resonated with me of, like, it runs in cycles. And it also then made me feel good about the fact that, you know, in the run-up to the studio last year, I asked a lot from Jen, a lot of sacrifice. You can, you know, Ben's first birthday, right? We did not do a big party because I could not get sick, right? We could not yep. risk getting COVID a week before the studio launch and stuff like that. And so it is that interesting thing to reflect back and be like, oh, okay, that's interesting that that's how that works, right? And I think even with us and you, me, and Nick, and you, me, and everybody else, like, yeah. there's a constant 
different balance. Check in with each other. Going. What is the, yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I liked uh, from another podcast, and I want to say it was Death, Sex, and Money, but I don't even remember, right? Which is probably good for these like toolbox ideas you're getting things right was uh you know when somebody's venting to you and talking to you and obviously for me it's usually jen or whatever right but having a conversation to try it when you're unsure what they want and go if they finish what they're talking about you go awesome do you want solutions or comfort yeah do you want up. do you want me to start trying to solve this problem with you or do you want me just to be there for you and you vent and do whatever and the first time i used it jen was like Thank you for asking. I was like, oh man, that actually works. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't, and then I went into the whole, I heard it from a podcast, yada, yada, yada. But it was so helpful in that moment of like, I don't, I don't want to misread the situation because I know how much I hate it when something's not right. And then you try to, it's not, it's not what I want right now. Yeah. I don't need that. Totally. Right Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Everyone listen to that. Everyone listen it to that. It always helps. I don't remember where I heard that, but I, a long time ago did. And yeah. I always try to do that as well. And yeah, it, it is just one of those basic rules of life. Like, you, you always hear things that kind of at some point become a joke and it sounds like a, just like a LOL type thing, but there is reality to don't ever tell someone to calm down. Just uh, don't. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's never going to actually help any situation. Uh, there are other ways to express it and to actually get to that goal reached. You saying that is a, a by definition, trigger word, right? Yeah. And so I, I thought no that, one's ever calmed down when they're told to calm exactly. Down. And like I remember reflecting on that, like back in like 2009 or something in some conversation I was in where I said, calm down to somebody. And then like they flipped the fuck out and really having to sit there and be like, where did I go wrong there? Because I literally just needed them to calm down because they were going way too hard. And I realized I was like, in the history of ever, that hasn't worked. And it's yeah. never going to. Believe it or not, a long time ago on page 10 of 44, Melissa Hagler wrote in. Wow. And said, hello, what is cooler, dinosaurs or dragons? Thank you for Fuck. your time. Great question. I mean, the answer, my gut says dinosaurs I immediately, agree. right? Dinosaurs are cool. Yes. There you go. Dinosaurs. dinosaurs are fucking cool. But then the moment you start thinking about dragons, they're really goddamn cool. But here, They're also lame as shit. <laughs> sure, of course. Sean Connery, whatever. Uh, no, it's more the fact that dragons were never real. That's what stops it, I think, full stop. Yeah, dra dragons sometimes dragons can talk. They can breathe fire. They can breathe ice. They mm -hmm. can, you know, come back from the dead or whatever. Off the blah, magic blah, blah. dragon. All this other shit. At some point, unless you live in a very specific part of the United States and believe a specific thing, dinosaurs were walking this earth. Mm -hmm. They were fucking out there. Triceratopses and shits. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking cracked me up yesterday. I, me and you were at a restaurant last night. Look up at the TV <laughs> that Fallen Kingdom was on. And Greg... I played this wrong. I really played this wrong. Yeah. All right. Had a uh, good day at work yesterday. She had an uh, okay day at work. You know what I mean? Not too bad, but like she wasn't in a great mood. She's like, I want to. I don't want to cook tonight. I want to oh, go out and just get going. some dinner. I was like, wherever you want to go. She chose this place. She really likes the steak salad they have there. And I was like, cool. Let let Sunset Reservoir. Ah, oh, I've yeah. been to the Sunset uh, Reservoir. Great Reservoir. wings there. They still uh, the, are they still the small wings? But you get a big old bowl of them. Yes. Got yeah. It. So, uh, so we I go to this there. place, Hot Monk over the, they have a, they have a bunch of Bay Area locations. We had, we're out at a Costco, so we ended up out there. Mm. Oh my God, their wings were so good. Yeah? Oh my Hot God, Monk. were they good. Interesting. Um, I look up and, and Fallen Kingdom's playing on, uh, on one of those TVs. Yeah. And, you know, subtitles on, no yeah. audio, the best way to watch a movie like this. And um, I have a problem when I am sitting at a, a restaurant or a bar or anything. If there's a screen on, I'm looking at it. I've never given a shit about sports one day in my life. 
the moment hockey's on, the moment baseball's on, I gotta know. You gotta, I gotta watch. And I'm not even your, really. It just drags your eyes. It just drags my eyes. That's all yep. that it is. And like, it's more of a joke than anything between me and G. Like she, know, like I'm engaged in the conversation. I'm a talker. Yeah, I yeah. want to hear what's going on. We're there, but I am comically looking over at TVs uh, constantly. And uh, Fallen Kingdom was on, and in my mind, I was like, I need to see the scene where the island's like blowing up, and we just get this fucking sad long neck just there, just yeah. like, getting in. in Enveloped in this fucking smoke, making the sound. And I was like, how are they going to show that in subtitles? Like, what's going on? And I started it with you being like, hey, I know I'm going to do the annoying thing where I'm constantly looking at the screen. It's Jurassic World, so whatever. She's just trying to forget her she, shitty yeah. day. And I was like, but, I, but I, I promise you, I'm just trying to take a screenshot of one specific thing because I need to send it to to kind of funny. They need to see that this is happening. And she's like, cool, whatever. And God, I don't remember the movie that well. So, oh, no, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. That planet or that not planet island exploding scene lasted for like 45 fucking minutes yeah. i thought it was right yeah. there oh my god it took so long and I, at someone i was like i i, miss, I must have missed it i must have missed it and i was just talking to her i look up like, oh my god it's happening and i had to pull it up she's like Tim, no and i'm like that's fair that was on that me that was on me that was on me yeah, i got the picture though yeah, you did, but at what cost? At what cost? Hey, wait, what did you get? You got, I got you got me doing the the LOL emoji on it. And somebody I got else you, also did it. you and Andy to, to give it a fucking emoji. It like. made me happy. I was taking care of Ben. I was doing something last but night. I, I looked see, at my phone. I'm like, ah, that was a good memory. That's what I was looking for. That's yeah. it. You know what was? Yeah. That? I didn't expect a response. Well, we all do that where you get the littlest thing in your head and you just can't stop. You can't stop, man. You know what I mean? Where it was like last night, uh, Jen was like, hey. It's three more nights before I go to PAX. Like, she's going to PAX and working, right? And she's leaving me with Benny. She's like, I'm going to miss you guys. I, can I get you to come to bed with me every night? Because usually I stay up late and play games. And I'm like, sure, but I'm working on Starfield. I'm like, she's like, you can play it next to me. Don't worry. Like, remote play, you know, while we're watching something. And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And so, like, last night I was sat down to set that up. And, like, this is supposed to be so easy. But for some reason, mm. the Xbox here didn't sync the save. So it became me with the controller on the iPad. And by the way, remote play for Xbox, which I only use PlayStation usually. I, remote play is so fucking cool, period. End of statement. You know what I mean? But uh, it didn't do it. So then I'm texting Mike because like, a PlayStation, I can walk you through oh, blindfold. Yeah. Xbox, I was like Googling and doing stuff. I'm like, she's, like, she's like, what's going on? And I'm like explaining it. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's okay. But I need to make the progress to do the thing. And the review's coming in. And I was like, that. And so like, then it was like. It didn't ruin the night. Yeah, but so she what was are we then, doing here? Then she was trying to like, she's watching Grey's Anatomy with me, leaning on me, but I keep like shuffling around doing so. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's fine. I don't need to. And yeah. eventually she moved to the other side of the car. like, damn it. I fucked this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. She just shut up and not done it. It's hard, man. That, I, I just, just trying our best. I'm just, we're Everyone's trying, be, trying their we're best. We're just trying to do our things out here. Uh, let me give you a scroll. I'd like to find a couple on the page here. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. I have no, this, uh, there's questions in here about it, I'm, I, as you'd expect, what we're excited for in the studio. <laughs> what are your favorite pieces of work from home content? Like, we're dating ourselves That's here, so right? Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan Povala Higgins, you, this is, your question is not getting read, but it is, Monday marked two years since Greg announced Kind of Funny was going to start their work from home project. project, project. Anyways. Wow. Uh, Angel Darth Youngboy wrote in and said, what's good, Kind of Funny gang? I was wondering what commercials are always stuck in your head and why. What makes those commercials memorable? For me, it's an early 1990s Calvin Klein ad featuring Mark Wahlberg and Kate Moss. I don't know what it is about that commercial that sticks out to me. 
Maybe it's the, quote, I'm not saying I would do another Fruit of Loom commercial, end quote, line, or the, ooh, she's got freckles line. Maybe it's Marky Mark's abs that I wish I had. Nick, rank the abs. Whatever it is, I, it definitely made me want to go out and get a pack of CK boxer briefs. But I'd love to know what commercials pop up in your heads randomly. Well, if you want to actually hear Nick very in-depth talk about Marky Mark's abs in that very commercial, uh, you should check out Saw 2 in review. Uh, no way. Oh, we talk about Mark Wahlberg more than we talk about the movie. But this fucking ad? The specific, yeah, him and the, the underwear, the ads, like he talks about the abs. We talk about uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Is one of the main stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. So that's where it all, the jump off point is. Uh, this, is this is a fun one, though, because I feel like there's a million and a half commercials that are, that are stuck in our head. Like, uh, and I was wondering for you how many there would be, because I mean, obviously, I know you're younger, but like not that young, but it's also like you took to YouTube so early and stuff. Yeah, but like, like I feel like I, the commercials I can recite from memory and do all the weird things with. But I feel like I also had the childhood of they a lifetime when it yeah. came, yeah, when it came to like having access to Nickelodeon and Disney Channel, and then the you know the Fox and WB kind of more after school stuff, Saturday morning cartoons, but the ever persistent commercials of a Disney Channel, which Disney was always kind of more promoting. Like there must have been some law or something that Disney wasn't allowed to like promote products because there weren't commercials for things on Disney Channel. It was all commercials for Disney stuff. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Nickelodeon was promoting a lot of stuff. So there was the muzzy language stuff. Oh, stuff, or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or like yeah, the, yeah. Uh, with, you know, the blue screen with the yellow fonts of like, we're only four yeah, yeah, payments yeah, yeah. of $19.99. Uh, Nickelodeon magazine, like all that type of stuff. But the one commercial, like if I had to only name one that is stuck in my head that I feel like verbatim, I could pace it out visuals sounds is the beatles one collection oh sure. Oh my god yeah dude that commercial played no Everywhere. less than three thousand times on every station no matter where you went and the transition from hey jude into help like i just it's just in here that unlocked a memory that unlocked like <laughs> memories of like driving around in my grandma's car and stuff that yeah wow yeah it's it's i'm right there with you not for i mean i remember that one but like the one that was like the, it was a collection of rock songs, ballads. Right? Can you take me high enough? Almost paradise. Love it. Love like, you know it. what I mean? I yeah. did like it ran so much during late night TV. For me, if I had to pick one, it'll always be uh, capture those dinosaurs, those romping, stomping dinosaurs. It's the dinosaur hunt, Chef Boyardee. Okay. Dinosaurs. Oh. And it was kids in the safari hat walking around, and then they found the. Chef Boyardee dinosaur pasta in a can that they yeah. were eating and so stoked about. I, I, and then, like, I feel like there's the ones that are just so damn iconic, and then there's others that are more just the concept is iconic. Like, I don't feel like there's any one commercial, but, like, Super Soakers, just in oh, general, yeah, there sure. was a vibe. Action figures, Legos, yeah. they all just had a yeah. vibe to them that, like, if you saw it, you know what was going on. Kids of course, in the coolest backyard ever, and oh, they got like yeah. the things, and they're doing the things. Skip are it was a big one, but uh, skip it. Yeah, skip if, if you had a catchy little jingle yeah, or like something that was cool as shit, and that Super Soakers were just cool as and shit. And the very best thing of all, My there's God. a counter on this, but that's, that's the best it. thing. That's the best that's thing. That's the best thing about Skip It is that there's a, there's counter, a counter on, on the ball. <laughs> they, yeah. they weren't wrong, uh, but I loved the uh, the Super Soaker commercial. I, I forget what the name of the thing was but it would shoot goo out 
like, and you can Ew. shoot it like backwards. And when shoot goo, and this kid just gets gooed in the face, and he's just like, <laughs> like I'm sure you can YouTube kid goo super soaker. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> shout out to the we are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> that one. I have a very specific one from Ohio. We have a, a small chain called Discount Drug Mart. And there's a jingle of like, discount drug mart saves you the runaround. We have everything you need. It's great. Yeah. That one's, yeah. That one's forever fried yeah. into my brain. Similar to the farmer's one, which I think of as a modern one. The modern one I always think of is the liberty, liberty, liberty. Because every, you know, I know Geo watches as much fucking forensic files and headline whatever mer- true crime shit. She doesn't actually do that. Oh, she, really? No, she, she's a podcast listener to the okay. true crime stuff and then documentaries. Liberty uh, no like TV. Liberty Mutual is fucking on every other commercial when you're watching Shark Tank or whatever in a hotel. Uh, yeah. That's where I know that one. The best. It is so funny watching actual TV nowadays, which is, I feel like, rare for yeah. people I know. Like, nobody 100%. really does it. Like, I mean, I guess Nick does because he's fucking weird. But, like, most people watch streaming stuff or whatever because of a lot of the reality TV stuff and how hardcore me and G have gotten into it. Like we, we pay for YouTube TV and want to watch it live as the new yeah, housewives yeah, yeah, drops yeah. or whatever. So we are bachelor and like seeing the commercials that ABC has for bachelor compared to what Bravo has for uh, housewives is absolutely wild. Like the things that they will, will be promoting and pushing is so scary. So goddamn <laughs> scary. Uh, but yeah, be safe out there. You're getting added. I want to call out. I, when you said it, you just said it like, oh, I yeah, had no big deal. But uh, Shab Raven, Shab Raven, I always fuck this up. And I, every time you, you, you correct it, I'm sorry. Raven. I'm just calling you Raven now. Uh, but, like, what are the odds Greg would read a question from two years ago, the day after Nick talked about it, the Saw 2 in review? Yeah. That's a fucking, a fucking insane uh, it, it, moment. I mean, but also, is it surprising? Uh, I mean, uh, Nick talking about Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's just going to happen. We went down a, a a long, long path. I mean, I had a revelation about Mark Wahlberg yesterday. Okay. That I didn't realize that he wasn't in New Kids on the Block and that he rapped with a group called the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Marky Mark and the I Funky forever Bunch. just thought Nick was just being Nick and calling the New Kids on the Block, the, the ones that weren't him, the Funky Fun- Bunch. Wow. That must have blown your mind. It, it really did. And, um, there was you got to listen to Saw and review. There was multiple layers of minds being blown about this the same exact thing here. Shout out to Donnie, man. Donatello Wahlberg. We talked about it at the top. James wanted to know a good question, a bad question, yeah. right? I said oh, it's God. either got it. No, no, this is gonna. This is fine. I'm not. Oh, gonna, thought, I'm not, oh, okay, I'm not gonna be good. like this question sucks. This person sucks. Uh, I said I either want it to be open ended conversation mm-hmm. or incredibly specific. We turned our eyes to BJ Bernardo, who years ago wrote in and said, "Hi, y'all." Which event? Which Avengers could Batman beat in an impromptu one-on-one fight? Oof! Oh, sorry. This isn't an open-ended question. The genie don't fuck me rules are this: number one, for simplicity, these are any and all MCU Avengers that showed up in the Avengers Endgame final battle. Okay. Number two, it's the regular, no superpowers, no special pill Batman. However, they are fighting in Gotham. Number three, both Batman and the Avengers have no prep time for their opponent and no prior knowledge of each other. So no special gear. The character would have them. The character would have on what they normally have on if told to get ready to fight. Princes, Batman has a bat suit and bat belt. Black Widow has their shock sticks and shooters, etc. Number four, this is not a gauntlet match. Batman. Oh, uh, this is not yeah, a gauntlet match. Singles. 
But then he says Batman will not carry fatigue or damage into the next fight. Yeah. Are we fighting all the Avengers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea is like, it's not a how many could he beat. It's like individually how many could he beat. Okay. Uh, uh, number five, because Batman has his bat suit, he can't call any bat vehicle or radio into Alfred for support. He yeah. cannot call Robin or the bat family to fight with him. Bam. They don't care. Those <laughs> are the rules. Oh, I'm sorry. Hope those rules help. Thanks, BJ. I mean, my gut jumps to, I, I think, a majority. I think that Batman has been positioned to be uh, very capable and even just prepared without being prepared to take things down. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like th- it's easier to be like, which ones absolutely could he not beat? And I think it's the Thor. It's the Hulk. It's the ones that are so the Wanda, right? Doctor Strange. Captain Marvel. Um, Captain Marvel. I feel like that. that's probably the a group of its own that, that can't be there. Then there's weird ones. How did ones- he get Doctor Strange? I, don't get me wrong. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. We're not saying this is like a thing, but I, in a toss up between them, I think strange is cocky enough. That there is a cocky. You're, a bat, you're in a bat suit or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Look behind you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And that's yeah. Batman's whole shit, right? He's going to fade into the shadows. Stuff. Exactly. Captain America's ass when Marvel and DC crossed over. Don't forget. Yeah. I think he'd be Cap's ass. Yeah. Um, and Spider-Man, I think is a tough one where I think Spider-Man, I feel like a lot of the Avengers could beat Batman clearly. But I, I think that that's taken. This it. was a big argument in high school when I was a freshman and with a group of seniors that liked me or whatever, where they knew that I was the comic dork and I knew all this. And, you know, I read every, you know, blah, blah, blah. But they, there was an ongoing argument with this group of seniors or whatever that were friends. Uh, if Spider-Man could beat Batman or Batman could beat Spider-Man. And they came to me as like, Greg, you're the biggest comic nerd in school. What did you think? And I was like, Batman in, in, a, in easy. Yeah, and like, what about the and like, I would give them answers. You know, I was making the shit up, right, or whatever about overloading the spider sense and all these different things. I think Batman would do, uh, but they were like, uh, the one half was so angry, like, what are you talking about? Though he's Spider Man. It, it is cool to see Spider Man evolve in so many different ways across different media. Where Spider Man is now an adult, like Peter Parker is an adult in in like in, in the comics, but like yeah. I feel like. Uh, in we haven't really seen it in the movies and stuff. Uh, well, I guess with Spider Verse we have. Miles has kind of come in as the more the young perspective that I feel like we most associate with Spider Man. Uh, but I feel like the the more adult Spider Man is a lot more equipped in a in a bat fight, right? Whereas yeah. like the kid being overwhelmed, all that I do think uh, that has it easy. I feel like a more modern Peter Parker Spider Man, it would be a, a tougher fight. Um, but yeah, I still think overall I'm giving that one to, to Batman. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what I'd like to do now, of course, is turn my attention to the chat where I will yell at DJ Kento. He says, no, they tied about Batman and uh, Captain America. Sorry, Greg, but Batman and Cap were even. That was the point. It was a standoff. No, remember the shield fucking missed and he took him out. We will jump to ScreenRant.com. In the third issue of the crossover, Captain America and Batman fought in the sewers of Manhattan where they had a pretty even fight. Cap even proclaimed he's never fought someone who he was so evenly matched with, including the Red Skull, Hydra, and Zemo. Batman and Captain America exchanged multiple blows for hours on end. However, water eventually gushed through the sewer vent, knocking Steve Rogers uh, on his feet, it says, as he threw his shield and missed Batman. The Cape Crusader managed to hit Batman with a batter... The Cape Crusader... Managed to hit Captain America with his batarang, but immediately rescued Cap from drowning. As they emerge from the sewer, Cap de- declares Batman the victor of the fight since he came up short in the fight. DJ Kento, just fucking go out to your house, out of your house right now, go to the garage, open up your car door, slam your hand in it. Whoa. You think I get this wrong? That you think I would misremember this? I think the, uh, the image in my head isn't even the, the shield missing. It's the Batman helping ba- Captain America's beating fucking ass out of the goddamn sewer. 
I'm happy that you had that, Greg. And in 1998, I had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the next mutation, meet the Power Rangers in space. Nice. It was perfect. I think they were on the moon, and they shook hands, and the explosions happened behind each of them. It was fucking awesome. Remember Venus? No. The fifth turtle? Oh, yeah. I talked, to, I talked to someone about that. Venus de Milo. Yeah. I was wondering why she never good. took off more. Um, you know? The show wasn't good. Nothing about it was good, really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. Just make me want to read DC. Another blue man. turtle. Come on. I don't no. think I have. I ha, you know I I I want to go home. Yeah. And do a bunch of different stuff. I'm sorry. What DJ Kenta says it was declared by voting. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Yeah, I remember voting in my comic book shop. What's your point? I don't understand what you're saying. You're saying the canon event that happened was no longer canon because you didn't like how the vote was. Are you saying stop the count, DJ Kenta? Are you saying that the democracy? You, where were you on January 6th, DJ Kenta? Where were you on January 6th? <laughs> I don't even know what to say sometimes, Greg. You don't need to I, say I, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I fucking find somebody who <laughs> tried to take down America, mm-hmm. when I find a treasonous bastard in our ranks, when I find somebody trying to question canon, trying to question DC Marvel canon because they don't like the way the votes came down, I think you know what's up. I showed Gia your uh, PC Gamer rant on Games Daily yesterday. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, I'm going to try to find the footage to, to send you, Barrett, because it is so funny. Uh, but somebody has the coolest thing I've ever seen in their backyard. They got a fire pit that... Yes, I retweeted this. The fire pit uh, live... Yeah, if you could find it on Grace Twitter. It, I retweeted it, yes. Okay. It, it live reacts to sound. Yeah. Uh, like a visualizer, but it's with fucking real fire. And uh, they recorded Greg's rant with the fire. So because of that, I was like, oh, gee, you got to watch this. And I started showing her. And, you know, she's laughing a little bit. She's watching. She doesn't fully understand it all. Oh, you can play with audio for a sec. Let me, let me, let me, get, the, let me get my Magic 8-Ball out. Magic 8-Ball. Is Starfield going to work on Peace Lee flawlessly? Not a fucking chance. And so what I'm going to do... The fucking flyer rises, all right? Seeing this stuff is... It's just a lot, Greg. It's a lot. But uh, I watched it with her, and I saw her face. I saw her taking it in, and I saw her just start to get beat down. And at the end of it, I go, I'm like, why are you making that face? And, And she goes... I just don't like the Ronald McDonald stuff. And I was like, this, <laughs> this isn't that. And she's like, it's not not it, though. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I like to go to that dark place. What I appreciate about this was is that uh, uh, Kelsey is video Jamesing. Uh, the Sherpa is gaming who put this up, right? Admitted that I bought this ridiculous fire pit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, oh, yeah. I'm glad they know that this is a ridiculous purchase. I mean, a fire pit that will uh, respond to the flames you're doing. It's pretty damn cool. I have never seen anything like that. And I love it. Big fan of the pomp and circumstance. Real quick to close the thread, DJ Kento says he's not a fan of this joke. So we're done making jokes about DJ Kento and his uh, vote counting business on the DC Marvel thing. We're done. So that's a pickle situation. We're not talking about it. We're done. Don't worry about it, ladies and gentlemen. Leave him alone. Um, yeah, but I see, I grew up in that era of reading comics in the 90s, right? Where it was that Batman could beat anybody. Wizard did the whole thing of him taking down the Justice League. They showed how that fight would go, yada, yada, yada. And it just became canon of like, okay, cool, Batman could beat anybody. And I don't personally love that. Yeah, because it's bullshit. Of course, I, I totally feel. If he like, if Superman decided to kill him, Superman's gonna kill him. Yeah, if Batman. I mean, Batman's got kryptonite and yada yada. I get all that, but I mean, like, 
If he's on the rooftop talking to fucking Gordon, right? And Superman slams down into him. Dunzos. Yeah. And that's the, you know, that's popularity, right? It's the, it's the um, plot armor of it all. Sure. Or then there's the fan armor even of just people wanting to, to rock for their, their peoples. Yeah. And want to make sure that they are the, they are the best. They are the I'll tell you what, that 90s crossover boy. broke my heart when, and I mean, it, it broke my heart. I knew, you knew how it was going to go, especially with the vote, right? But then when Spider-Man beat Superboy. Because you know mm. how much I love Superboy. And this was also Ben Riley Spider-Man, right? This yeah. was like, Oh, you're right. This was the whole like, hey, we've just come off the, it was the clone saga that broke my heart and chased me away from being a Spider-Man fan. So for him to lose there, I was not having it. it was not like, good at all. Yeah. That's why uh, I'm you... a Spider-Boy, so. Yeah, of course. I mean, now, and now we're all back. Now we can all make yeah. Spider-Man. Is. Now, uh, let's do one oh, another final scroll. We're on the, man, I'll go to, we'll go to the bottom of the dock. Let's oh, see what I got down here at the, the end, bottom. okay? <laughs> Jesus. We don't need to answer this one, but I'll delete it. What Cozy, Cozy Bear says, what non-kind of funny related experience are you looking forward to the most in 2022? <laughs> so that was a 2021 question. That's so <laughs> funny. Oh, this is an interesting one. Yeah. What? No. I, uh, it's weird to me. I, I think about this a lot. I don't know if anything in my life is non-kind of funny. And I don't mean that, oh, my life's my job and all that. It's more just like, because what this job is, yeah. for me in particular, it literally is everything. And like, yeah. every story I have is is content. And like, a lot of people might not like that. I love it. <laughs> so it's, it works out for me. And then when it comes to the nerd side, it's like, that's yeah. the stuff that we love. But then that's also like, oh, well. we're watching Ahsoka tonight, but then we're also going to talk about it, you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So like, yeah. that's weird. It's cool <laughs> like sometimes there's annoyances that come with that but uh this isn't the question i'm gonna read but it's just an easy one so i'll toss it out there david writes in and says can you ask barrett if he ever had skyline three-way chili in cincinnati ohio uh i've never been to cincinnati there you go that's, that was an easy one. unfortunately i hear great things about it though that's the cool part of ohio okay here's here's the thing everybody i just had a, a moment blink into my mind you saying cincinnati do y'all remember the movie Babes in Toyland? Yes, of course. Now you're talking about the original one with Annette Funicello, or are you talking no, about... Okay. I'm talking about the 90s one. I never watched the 90s one. Okay. You, you and Ben need to watch it. Okay. But Greg, you need to watch this movie. Because I, it was one of those Disney Channel movies that would just be on all day on repeat, like yeah. in the early 90s. And I remember, for some reason, being obsessed with it. Like, there was something, something about the movie that I really enjoyed. Um, in my later years, fairly recently, I discovered that uh, two of the main actors... Keanu Reeves and Drew Barrymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Very young in both ways. 86. There is an opening scene to this movie that goes on way too long. And I I think every single person out there should go on YouTube and type in Babes in Toyland, Cincinnati. And you'll see what I'm talking about. There's a Cincinnati song, apparently, that you might know. People might know. I don't know it. But they sing the whole song about Cincinnati. And I'm pretty sure it ends in a car crash. Jesus. But like... Seeing Keanu Reeves and Drew Barrymore go harder than I've ever seen people sing is the weirdest way this movie possibly could have opened. Uh, but they committed. Movies are just made different back then. 100%. I'm going to listen to a little bit here while I talk to you. Mm-hmm. Off the mic. See if I, I just want to know if I know the song. Yeah. I think they try to spell Cincinnati, which I don't have my ass-ass in thing going. No, I don't yeah. know this. Uh, really quick, I do want to clarify. I have had like the uh, chili uh, dog with the spaghetti stuff because that was just like kind of all over Ohio, I believe. I remember having that as a kid. Never loved it. It's fucking weird. 
Callies. I really, really, really wish that I loved wild food more than I do. Like, in theory, there's nothing Tim Getty should love more than like, it's a hot dog, but with spaghetti, or it's a ham, a cheeseburger, but with like jalapeno poppers on it. But Tim, like, here's the thing: there's a reason why these things are not popularized, right? But even like the popular a, ones, even like mm. popular ideas of like combining popular. things into to one meal, it's like I would always rather the, the one or the other. I'm down yeah. for fusion. I'm down for when it's more of like an actual mix of flavors or textures or whatever it is, like cuisines. I'm talking when it's more just like like the the um. KFC double down type stuff where like in theory it's awesome yeah. but it's just it's just not it it's too much final one I'm trying to find if there's any ridiculous ones in here what that are also one. super quiet or what a real real good know. one there's one in there like how do you feel about the FCF getting a peacock thing like <laughs> that's also very incredibly old uh, no we'll go back down to where I was and I was here looking at this one, all right? <clears throat> and I think it's actually a nice full circle moment to end the show. Mr. Nice Guy Rye writes in from Forever Go and says, Hey, best friends, what is your favorite piece of clothing to wear? Mine is a thin fabric hoodie that I got from a distillery in Kentucky. It's black with handwriting. I love it because my friends and I all bought one at the same day and we wore it around all weekend. It was such a fun memory. Also, it goes with almost anything and it's the perfect item to wear when it gets slightly chilly. I think I look good in it too, and that doesn't hurt. Feel free to share when you like to wear it and the meaning behind it if there is any. Lastly, I can't thank you enough for what you've done for me over the last two years. My brother introduced me all to you on Kind of Funny Day 2020. I spent a couple of hours trying to figure out what the hell was going on, and the rest of the day laughing my ass off and smiling. You are such a big part of my life. Your content throughout the pandemic has been a saving grace, and it's wild to think that I have barely seen you all in studio to this point. I can't wait to see the new digs and all that is in store. Love Thank it. you again. Forever grateful and in your debt. Rye Gillian, Mr. Nice Guy. Rye. So I was trying to find a picture, but it doesn't exist from my like like high school days. I had this hoodie that I was just obsessed with. It was the perfect balance of Tim Getty's colors where it was the, the stormtrooper base sure. of the, the white black accents and then just the pops of just the most obnoxiously nice blues. Yeah. Um, and I loved that thing so much. A, a vaguely floral all over print situation going on. Nice. Matched perfectly with my military fours, the Jordans. A name that, that makes you think one thing, but it, they're, they're not that at all. You'd think military fours, you think like camo camo and stuff like that it's not that that military force white base some little gray and then like pops of blue um but love that hoodie so much eventually it 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 just i still have it it's one of the rare pieces of clothes that i'm like i'm gonna keep this forever even though it's unwearable it's tattered yeah, 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 yeah. i can't freaking come, love you can't that to get rid of it yeah. yeah um there was that there was a tracy mcgrady jersey from the the magic again love the colors of the jersey that was pretty much it um, modern days, I don't think there's any one. My black leather jacket, I'm, I'm a really, really big fan of. Sure. Um, but I think more it, for me, it's just the like the Tim Gettys cartoon character type stuff where I've really kind of honed in and nailed Jordans, usually ones or fours, um, a black shirt, bomber jacket, chain, and matching belt, and change the colors, but it's the same outfit. You know what I mean? Sure. That's it for me. And I, I'm a big fan of it. Still don't got the pants slash jeans situation down. Mm. Not a big fan of any of them that I've tried. Mm. So. I like my black jeans a lot. 
you know, I I only wear them when they're both dirty. That's when you see me break out of blue. And I just got to I, like I got to th- toss the blues and just mm. get the two we get two more blacks because mm. it's just I, I like the black so much more. You know what I mean? See, I like the look. It's making your eyes pop. I feel like it's but the see, the black would make everything pop too. I don't know about that. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm liking the collar shirt run right now. I really like that Mill Valley pasta shirt I wore yesterday, and the chat was on fire with Greg looks like a milkman. Greg is gonna what is Greg gonna do this hard work? You know, blue collar stuff. I liked I liked all those jokes, but I like that shirt. And I'm like, mm, I should get more of these too. Um, it'd be tripe, but I'll say it. My Ghostbusters jumpsuits, of course, I adore and love Got very it. much. Of course. Um, I like my Ghostbusters two one more. I think it fits better, and I like the coloring more. It's more movie accurate. Um, but then I guess in terms of like actual pieces of clothing, I have uh my gruesome Greggy shirt. That white shirt that says gruesome Greggy has an iron on and yeah. has an American flag on the ba- black. On the back. Uh, it was given to me when we were back at wrestling by Poe. It was like a Christmas gift awesome. that Poe went, went. It was like, I remember, I'm still, you know, Poe is not a sentimental guy. And it was that thing of like, he had to go to a, like, you know, we're in high school, we're kids, you know what I mean? And he had to go to a, the mall and get this shirt made and like do all it was like, a process. Yeah, money was, this was there wasn't the internet, there wasn't a yeah. dot com, there wasn't a thing, and like you know what I mean? Uh, upload a JPEG. No. Yeah. It's like <laughs> and that's another ridiculous fact then of like, you know, I'm 49. I've had that shirt since I was 17, probably. Wow. You know what I mean? And it's still in great shape and does all this thing. That's awesome. And on the back of it, like uh I wrote in Magic Marker in college because it had an American flag on it. We I I, I had a uh, my caps partner freshman year of college, the drinking game the antlers played for the annual caps tournament was Adam White. So we called ourselves Adam White and Blue because everybody called me Blue because I had blue hair. Oh, I like so I that. wrote that on the shirt That's in good. Sharpie, so it's still faded there or whatever. So it's like double Multiple memories. memories but yeah. I just wore it last I love night, that. two nights ago to bed or whatever. So it's like That's great. still in the rotation, Hell still doing yeah, thing. Man. So cool. Ladies and gentlemen, you're so cool. Thanks you for are. watching and listening to another episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast. Remember that each and every week, four, sometimes two best friends gather on this table. Each coming to hang out with each other and talk about whatever it is they want to talk about. If you want to talk with us, of course, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can be watching live just like Cody was. Murder with Mertens, a horror film podcast was. Matthew was. Uh, of course, you can sound off there where they're getting the show ad-free, watching it a day before it goes anywhere else. Of course, when it does go other places, you can still come to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, get it ad-free you could also get the ability to watch the other podcasts live as we record them and on demand ad free as an mp3 and a video you get 300 bonus episodes of content since october and of course you could get cool exclusive poster shirts and all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. up there at that premium tier however if you have no books toss away no big deal youtube.com slash kind of funny games podcast service nah, no damn i do so many game shows i know youtube.com slash kind of funny and of course podcast services around the globe until next time ladies and gentlemen it's been our pleasure to serve you